Hello and welcome to Connect Points podcast and sermon archives. If you'd like to learn more about our church, please go online to our website at connectpointupc.com or follow us on our Facebook page. Thank you very much and I hope you enjoy this week's message. God bless. by trusting that God was going to go before us. And we believe that God has gone before us. More specifically in 2021, we felt directive and our focus, our understanding of the day was that we needed to know our enemy. Somebody say, know our enemy. We needed to know our enemy, that we cannot just know an enemy because there are enemies that exist on every level and in every place. And we, But we must be unmistakable of our enemy or the one that the Bible would compel us to think about and be aware of, that we not be distracted by the noise, not be manipulated and to be getting caught up into unnecessary things and not looking to win battles but lose the war. Paul said it like this to the church of Ephesus in Ephesians 6, 10 through 13. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of, of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, he tells them, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done everything that you can do, just um, stand. And I believe that the church uh, really understands our, our enemy, who our enemy is. And when we understand that, we will put on the whole armor of God. When we understand the work uh, that is coming against the church and uh, coming against the Christian and coming against the believer, we will not walk around in this world uh, without the whole armor of God uh, upon us. Uh, we will believe and trust and have faith that our God can keep us from anything that may come against the church of the living God, that we will be prepared. Hallelujah. We will have a way made uh, where there doesn't seem to be a way because we have a God like none other. The whole armor of God. And so we, we put on and we trust to keep that. And we understood and we resist the idea of fighting our fellow man. We have no desire or intention to just fight our fellow man. But we will focus our faith and force against the spiritual wickedness that is in the high places. And we will stand with God. His strength and his victory will give us the ability to stand. And I'm glad. I'm glad to stand here now on this first Sunday of 20 and 22 uh, to report to us this morning that we have remained steadfast uh, on the Lord's side. Hallelujah. That we didn't give in to the fear and we weren't overcome by any force that came against us. Uh, but we've held on to the truth uh, and we've held on to the understanding that life can be different for the apostolic Pentecostal believer who walks by faith uh, and not by sight. Paul said it in 1 Corinthians 15, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? 
the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, he says, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I'm glad today that we can stand here on this Sunday and say our labor this past year has not been in vain. That our labor was done in love. Our labor was done in truth. And our labor, hallelujah, made a difference in the world that we live in. God has proven that he will help his people. And we are thankful for that. Amen. And we reminded ourselves at the beginning of this year that we needed to make sure we stayed focused and stayed in the fight, no matter what the obstacles were, no matter what the resistance was, no matter the persecution that may come. We have to stay in the fight. Oh, hallelujah. And there were days where we, we felt like we were fighting together. There are other days uh, when you knew you, were, you and I were, were just fighting our own, fighting our own flesh. Uh, but we reminded ourselves, you got to get back up again. Uh, every one of us probably fell at some point in 2021. Uh, but thanks be to God, I got back up again. Uh, hey, man, thanks be to God, there was a hand reaching down uh, into that pit that the devil may have dug, uh, that trap that the enemy may have set. There is a hand of mercy and a hand of grace uh, that reached down. Uh, I know I may fall, uh, but I'm glad I can get back up again uh, by the mercy and the love of Jesus. So we told ourselves at the beginning of 20 and 21, we need to stay in the fight. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. His faith wasn't a game to him. His daily life was not practiced for some future battle. The daily determination to stay connected to Christ was his victory. It was the daily determination. It was the daily connection that was his victory. That wasn't what was preparing him for something down the road. It was his victory. Oh, hallelujah. Every day you serve the Lord, that's your victory. Oh, hallelujah. Every day you walk in light and not in darkness, that's your victory. Every day you grow in your understanding of truth and you're not deceived or manipulated by the lies of the devil, that's your victory. That's a, that's a victorious day. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. He says in the very next verse, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And we looked at that and we thought about that, that we understand that this thing isn't over yet. I'm not in heaven yet. Amen. Can't stop now. Won't stop now. Amen. We are called to be witnesses, but we cannot neglect our own soul. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. We cannot neglect our own soul. Thank God we've stayed in the fight this past year, and we've got more. Hallelujah. We've got more brothers and sisters sitting around us, uh, amen, this year than there were last year because we stayed in the fight and we kept the faith. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Thank God we can say that God has been with us and he has watched over us. Amen. In 2020, our average was 128 on Sunday mornings. We had taken quite a punch as much as the world had. 
but we didn't, the devil didn't knock us out. Amen? He should have hit a little harder, I guess. Maybe he wasn't expecting the resiliency of the church. We had taken a little bit of a, a punch, and, and, and our, our attendance was down to 128, but our average Sunday morning attendance this past year was 144. Come on, somebody, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Come on, shout unto God, somebody. Amen. You say we took a hit. Yeah, the world took a hit. But the church got right back up and said, all right, we see what you got, devil. We see what you're able to do now. We see what the map is. But we've got an answer, and his name is Jesus. We've got a solution to every problem, and his name is Jesus. Amen. Amen. And we understand, and we're working very diligently. We know there were fears of of what was happening in our world that took a lot of our kids away, the ones that we were picking up in the city and picking up in the neighborhoods. And we're working hard, and we're seeing many of them come back. And that was a big part of the hit that we took. And we missed them, every single one of them. But we're glad to see many of them are coming back. We know that we also lost some, some teens and young adults because of the lies of this world and the pull and the manipulation of our society. But we're thankful for a God who never leaves their side. We're thankful for a God who keeps them. And some of them are coming back. Back, and we're believing all of them are going to come back in the name of Jesus. And right now, right now, even though we may have taken a hit, we're expanding our youth room because our youth group just keeps on growing. Uh, hallelujah. Let me tell you something the devil doesn't like, uh, and that's a Holy Ghost uh, apostolic uh, one God, hallelujah, on fire youth group that says, you know what? That may be what some of them are going to do, uh, but that's not what we're going to do. Uh, we've seen what the world has to offer. Take this home world but give me Jesus and God is working and God is moving and they're reaching and they're teaching in their P7 Bible clubs because Jesus Christ is more powerful than anything that the devil could ever bring against us oh I wish you'd clap your hands unto the Lord and shout unto God hallelujah An apostolic Pentecostal church with kids, teens, young adults, and elders all on fire for God and praying bold prayers is an unstoppable force. Oh, hallelujah. It's an unstoppable force. My God in heaven, we're seeing revival. It's been a year of miraculous events. We had 20 people baptized in the name of Jesus Christ this past year. Come on, somebody clap your hands and shout unto God for 20 people who went down in the watery grave of baptism and came up in the newness of life. How about 22 filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance? How about 22 people still feeling the power of the miraculous event of Acts chapter 2? Still alive, still alive, still alive still happening it's still happening oh hallelujah it makes no difference what anyone else may say we see the miraculous power of God still at work that's all that matters that's all that matters we see it we are living it we are experiencing it amen we have work to do we have work to do 
Our, our midweek Bible study needs to grow. Our Wednesday night services need to grow. Now you say, have they fallen off dramatically? No, they haven't fallen off dramatically. But as the church grows on Sunday mornings, the Wednesday Bible studies should be growing too. Amen? Amen. We're going to endeavor this year to get people more connected to our Wednesday night Bible study to understand the value the psalmist tells us in the 119th Psalm 10 and 12, with my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. Amen. Amen. Everything about that, the context of that, the spirit of what he is saying is about getting the word of God into my heart and into my mind. It's about learning and growing. It's about knowledge. Becoming a disciple of Christ means that we take up our cross and follow him. We understand that. Amen. It's about giving of ourselves more. It's about learning Bible truth so that we can withstand the lies of the enemy. Oh, hallelujah. It's about being taught so that we can go teach others because I can't teach what I don't know. I can't help somebody with their answers that are in the book if I don't know where they're at and I don't know what they are. Amen? And we're living in a world that is lost and struggling in darkness and they're looking for answers and they're, they're waking up to one revelation and that is the world doesn't have the answers that they're looking for. They've tried everything there is a try and they haven't found an answer yet. They need a co-worker. They need a neighbor. They need a friend who can open up the book and say, I know where the answer is. I know what you need to hear. I know what you need to learn. I know what you need need to know oh hallelujah we need more of the word of God in our lives we need to study it and learn it and get it in our hearts because knowledge is powerful knowledge is powerful amen this year we will need to be more grounded in the word of God than you have ever been in your life what we are going to face this year you hear your preacher today What's coming in our world is going to require that you have an understanding of the word of God. It's going to require, it can't just be, it can't just be that you like the way it feels. I like the way it feels. I love a good Sunday morning shout. I love it. I love the way it feels. And as long as, as, long as I have anything to do with it, we'll never give up on that part either. We worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Amen. And so we'll, we'll, we're going to worship the Lord with everything we got. But I'm telling you under the anointing of the Holy Ghost uh, that what's coming in our world this year, uh, you are not going to be able to withstand it with just the dance and with just the shout. Uh, you're going to have to have the dance. Uh, you're going to have to have the shout. Uh, and you're going to have to have the song. Uh, but you're also going to have to have the word. Uh, you're going to have to have the knowledge of the word in your life. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Some things are going to have to get settled in you. 
It's going to have to get settled. You hear your pastor. If I'm your pastor today, anything that you don't have settled about your faith, everything, anything that you don't have settled about who you are and what you believe, you better get with God and you better get it settled because everything's going to be shaken. Everything's going to be shaken. We will need to resist. This year, we will need to resist the pull of our culture to change for the sake of change. Or to change for the pressure to change. Hebrews 13 and 8 tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. It's a favorite verse of many. It's a wonderful truth that God never changes. I find it so comforting that God doesn't change. Amen. I mean, I might be all over the place, but he's not. I might be up and down and sideways, but he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His love is the same every day. His mercy is the same every day. His righteousness is the same every day. His holiness is the same every day. He's the same every day. And we love that verse, but look at the very next verse, Hebrews 13 and 9. It then speaks to us. It says, be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. He says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And then he looks at you and I, and he looks at the church, and he says, you got to make sure you are not being carried about, tossed to and fro with strange doctrines and whatever man wants to come up with. At the time of this writing, they had a lot of new ideas that were pulling for their attention, new ideas that were demanding action of them, new ideas that demanding that they would choose a side or that they would say that they agree with whatever it was. But I'm going to remind us today that just because something is new does not mean it's necessary. And a lot of new things become a lot of old things really quick. Hey, man. A lot of new ideas become a lot of old ideas really quick. And we live in a world that is in love with the fad. It's in love with the new idea. But the attention span has gotten so short that the new idea doesn't even have much of a lifespan anymore. But the church, the church can't not get in that mess. We can't get connected to that nonsense. We've got a message that has stood the test of time. We've got a message, hallelujah, that still works. It still changes lives. It still sets people free. It still opens a blinded eye and the deaf in ear. It breaks the chains of bondage and addiction. It releases fear. It gives us, hallelujah, ability to exchange my mourning for dancing. Hallelujah. We've got a message that works. Oh, Hallelujah. The word of God may seem old to some, but it's what created the world. And I'll remind you today that creative power never gets old. Amen. The creative power never gets old. The psalmist said in 119, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and look at the last three words, and it abideth oh amen you established the earth and it 
abideth. It's still here. Oh, hallelujah. Now, I'm not going to go down that, ma- that road map uh, of why the world is working so hard uh, to try to convince us all that the earth is on the verge of just complete extinction and we're all going to die. Uh, if you want to talk with me about that, we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, but I am going to go down this path. Uh, God created it, uh, and it's still here, uh, and it's still doing what he told it to do. Uh, every sun, moon, and star, uh, every planet and every galaxy, and every solar system that we haven't even found yet is still Still doing exactly what God told it to do uh, the moment that he told it to do it. So I'm here to tell somebody uh, if that God's word uh, is able to do that, uh, that his word uh, is good enough for me. Uh, I'll keep the word. Thank you. You can have whatever else you want to come up with, but I'll keep the word. Uh, I'll keep the book. Uh, come up with whatever new ideology you want, new religion you want. I'm not looking for anything new. Uh, I've already found the truth and the truth made me free and it works oh hallelujah shout unto the Lord somebody give God some praise in this place glory be to God hallelujah glory be to God we resist the pull or the persuasion to abandon biblical doctrine it's not going to happen it's not going to happen Here's the good news. Anyone that tries to come in and try to convince us, the good news is it's not just about convincing me because there's a whole lot of people sitting out there that if I got out of that book, you would kick me out of that door. (laughs) Amen. By the way, that's exactly what you should do. Amen. If I get out of this book... I start teaching strange and weird doctrines that are not backed up by the word of God. Uh, you need to get me out of here because that's not going to help you at all and it sure ain't going to help me. Amen. But I'm telling you here, listen, we are in a church. of the, We are the church of the living God uh, and God is on our side because we are in his book. And as long as we're in his book, amen, we're going to be on the right side. We resist the urge to abandon biblical doctrine. We resist the idea that we must accept unbiblical ideology. That we must just accept it because everyone else may. That argument doesn't work here. Amen. We don't do things just because. <laughs> we do. We want the direction of the Lord. We need the direction of the Lord. Because the more the Bible talks about the, that broad way that leadeth unto destruction, and many be that find it, that are on it, the broader that gets, and the more spotlight that's put on it. And the more popular those ideologies become, the harder it's going to be to see the narrow way that leads unto life. I don't have any interest. I don't have any interest in whatever they're going to come up with this year that I'm supposed to just get on board with that's against the Bible. Amen? We're not against new. 
We do new stuff all the time. We're not against trying things that are new. Right? We don't change our doctrine. We don't change our theology. We don't change our belief. We don't deny the word of God. But we try new things. Amen? We're not against that. We're not just some robots programmed to walk around. We've all not just, we don't all look alike, act alike, think alike, sound alike, talk alike. We don't all have the same dance. Remember that service a few weeks ago, months ago? Don't forget to dance on the devil. Man, I love that. I love that. I think about that a lot. I love so much that service because, because that first song, everybody was just dancing and shouting and right off the bat. And then I was sitting up here thinking, they have no idea what I'm preaching tonight. Don't forget to dance on the devil. We're going to do that more this year. We'll have moves of God like that. We'll have moves of God where people are weeping in the altar. We'll have moves of God that challenge us and change us, that make us better people. We'll find places of repentance. We'll cry out to God. We'll seek the Lord while he can still be found. While it is yet day, we will work the work that we have been called of God and sent of God to do. But we're not going to do it just by ourselves. No, 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 no. We're going to see our neighbors and our co-workers in here doing it with us. Uh, we're going to see family members and people that have walked away coming back to do it with us. Uh, we're going to see this place even more filled, uh, amen, uh, of new people that are experiencing it for the very first time. Uh, and we're going to smile and we're going to enjoy the presence of the Lord uh, while another life is forever changed by the grace and the mercy of an awesome God. How many people are going to come up out of that water in the name of Jesus this year with their sins remitted and completely washed away? How many are going to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost empowered by the Spirit of the Almighty? How many signs, wonders, and miracles? I don't even want to put a number on it. Lord, just have your way. Lord, just have your way. We're ready to submit we're ready to surrender. We're ready to pray and fast and learn and be witnesses. Lord, just have your way. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus prayed. He said it in John 17. He said, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. But that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. He's prayed it. He prayed it over you and he prayed it over me. He says, Lord, don't take him out of the world. Amen. Lord, don't, don't, don't take him out. Don't, don't group him up and put him off in the woods somewhere. 
Don't take them out of the world. Why? Why can the church not be taken out of the world? Because the world needs the church. The world needs the church. He says, so Lord, I pray. I don't pray that you would take them out of the world, but that you would keep them from the evil. Oh, hallelujah. How many believe if Jesus prayed it, it can, it can come to pass that I can be in this world, but not of this world, that I could be in this world working, witnessing, being a light in my school, in my college, and in my workplace, that I can be a light, I could be salt, that I can do all those things, but not be affected by the evil that is in the world. We are not of the world. We see Jesus. He was not of the world. He said, sanctify them, O Lord. Set them apart. Set them apart and cover them. How? With what? Through thy truth. What is the truth? Thy word is truth. Like I've already said, we're going to need to know that we know that we know who Jesus is. We're going to need to know the word. We're going to need to have a heart that's in love with that good book. Because that is what sanctifies. It's what covers and sets us apart. Not so that we could just disconnect from the world, but know that we can connect to the world, but not be affected by the evil thereof. Thy word is truth. Thy word is truth. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. This year, I know many people read the Bible all the way through, and I threw something out on social media this past week, encouraging people that if you've never read the Bible through, it'd be a good year to do it. It'd be a good time to do it. It's not really that hard. It's just a few minutes a day, and there's a lot of ways to do it somebody that is not connected to our church saw that post and reached out to me and said so you guys think that you have to read the Bible all the way through to be saved you gotta love social media and there was a lot Obviously, there's a whole backstory, their context and stuff and wounds of the past. There's a lot, but I said, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that you, I'm saved if I just read the Bible through. But I absolutely believe that if I'm not connected to that book, but if my life is not connected to that book and that book is not in me, 
I'm not going to make it to heaven. The psalmist David, he said it specifically. Thy word have I hidden in my heart. Why is that important, David? So that you can withstand the attacks of the enemy, so that you'll know what the devil's up to. All of that's true, but that's not what he said. That's all true, but what he said was, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Because ultimately, it's not going to be the devil that takes any of us down. It's going to be our own flesh. It's going to be our own flesh, our own sin that takes us out. It's not going to be the devil. He doesn't have the power to just overwhelm and overcome us and pull us into his eternal hell. But no, my sin, amen, my sin can lead me to death, amen, even eternal death. So I need the word of God. I need the word of God in my heart. I need the word. I need to know what I need to know. I need to learn what the Bible says. I need to grow so when the answers come, I can be ready. When the questions come, I can be ready with an answer. And when the trial comes, I can go to the book and I can be reassured that my God's got my back and he's going to watch over me and everything's going to work together for good. And when the trials come that are unexplainable and when the sickness comes that we can't quite figure out and when things happen and they do and they will, cause us to say why in the world would God allow something like that to happen when those things happen it's going to be my foundational it's going to be my foundational truth the things that are settled in me that's going to look to the heavens and say God I don't understand and I don't have an answer but I believe that you are in control and you know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it I may never find out on this side of heaven why God allows everything that he does and when I get to heaven I may not care to ask but in the meantime I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart and I'm not going to lean under my own understanding but in all my ways I'm going to acknowledge him and he's going to direct my path stand to your feet lift your hands and begin to call upon the name of Jesus thank you for listening to our podcast this week we hope you enjoyed this message Remember, if you would like to find out more information about our church or to contact us, please go online at connectpointupc.com. And also, don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app so you will be automatically notified of new episodes. Thank you, and we hope you have a great week.